Hello, beautiful souls. This is Tiffany, and I have another episode to share with you. Um, this one is talking about our current predicament, what's going on with this virus, with the vaccine. It kind of gets into all of it and things that I have been really, really hesitant to share on, um, but sharing some of my experiences, some of my clients' experiences, some of what the guides have brought to me, and being very clear with you about which is which um, all along the way. And really my goal is to empower you to come into your heart, empower you to find a place of truth so that you can make the right decisions for you and your family um, from here on out. And hopefully you have been thus far, but just wanting to I don't know, break the silence about it. I've been very cautious and careful. And a lot of that has to do with some censoring that happened right around the beginning of of this whole pandemic, if that's what it is, or that's what they're calling it. Right around this whole time frame, right last March, I began offering Sunday soul sessions where I was answering questions and, and bringing you guys healings. And I'm still doing those, not every Sunday, but every Sunday that I can, every Sunday that my husband is home from camp. Um... And I was getting a lot of traction and a lot of people were seeing it, like thousands of people were seeing it. And then, and then one day I spoke out about COVID and how I believe that my family had had it and how I felt that it was actually something that brought us a lot of healing and, um, kind of my thoughts and feelings on why it was coming through and right away from that point on, only a couple hundred people would see those. So that censorship is very real um, on our, on social media. And so I haven't really wanted to share much in those arenas about it um, because I want to be here to empower you. I want to be here to bring you guys the light and remember that it's within you. I want to be here to, I don't know, just inspire and and help you to connect to your own awesomeness that's within you. Um, and so I don't want to make my focus on, I don't know, the, yeah, I don't want to make my focus on that, but I, there have been bits and pieces that have been in my heart that I've wanted to share so much. So this feels like the right place to share it. And it's not something that I'm going to be talking about a whole lot. Um, but if you had questions or you wanted me to ask a question to the guides, please feel free to send that in and I can share it here. Um, maybe in the, in, in, in another time or something like that, or, or just, a, or just shoot you a message back. Um, but yeah, take a minute to listen to it with an open heart and an open mind. I I want this to feel more like a conversation than anything. I think that's where we're really lacking right now is that we're all feeling so many things about it and we're all feeling like we're right and we know everything and allowing ourselves to let go of some of the fears and come back into our own discernment to make our own decisions is going to be the best thing for ourselves and the best thing for humanity. It's really important that when we find our own empowerment, we allow that light to shine through. We allow that to that that feeling, that sensation to radiate through us because it gives others permission to find it in themselves as well. It gives others permission to 
take back themselves in a sense and and to find that for themselves um but i know it's really hard right now to do that sometimes because we've get attacked either way and just you know follow your heart do what's in your heart share what's in your heart allow that love to pour through you and you'll be good and anything else that like you know if you ever feel attacked or ever feel uncertain because of something that someone said know that whatever someone else is sharing with you like like we're all that's a reflection of what is within them so if someone is afraid and right now people are afraid and people are afraid of the government people are afraid of dying of a virus like like there's probably like you know 40% are afraid of the government 40% are afraid of the virus you know 10% are okay like i mean and that's you know that's not accurate don't don't quote me on on those numbers that's something that I just made up, but it's just to kind of show you this, just to kind of like say like, you know, there's a lot of fear and a lot of stuff going around and, and let's, let's let it go and live our lives and come to a place where we can create our own discernment and our own decisions where we feel clear about them and not let other people influence and impact the decisions that we need to be able to make for ourselves. Be those our friends and family who might pressure us one way or another. Be that the government that might pressure us one pressure us one way or another. Be that, you know, celebrities like, like the media, whatever that is. Like, just let it go. Find your own way. And um, <laughs> I'm going to, that's basically what I talk about in the episode. So I'm going to stop talking about that here and let you get into it. And thank you so much. Please bring an open heart and an open mind. Um, and if you don't like it, just turn it off and keep going about your life. <laughs> and if you do like it, feel free to share it with someone else who you think might benefit from it um, or want to listen to it. And let me know. I'd, I'd love to know. <laughs> okay. Take care, guys. Thank you so much. Hello, beautiful souls. Um, today I'm going to share something with you that I, it's been on my heart for a long time trying to find the right way to share it. And I'm just going to hope that it all comes through and I'm going to trust in divine timing. Um, as, as it came up yesterday in a session as well. And that's, that's what I'd like to share with you. Um, and it's about the choices that we currently have as, as humans who are living in amongst what is being told to us as a pandemic. Um, this, if you like, I'm, I'm going to share with you some of my feelings and thoughts on this. I'm going to share with you what my guides share about this. And I'm going to ask you to listen with an open heart and an open mind. If you still want to, you're welcome to turn this off as well. If you don't want to hear what I have to say or, or what I'd like to share about it. Um, but if you are interested and you would like to listen to something about what, what's been coming through lately, please listen with an open heart and an open mind. My feeling right now is that we all have, you know, we've all kind of been making our way through this as best as we can, regardless of what you 
believe to be true. We're all like, you know, we're all coming from from our, our best place, our highest understanding and our highest sense of consciousness about this. And there's a real divide that's happened over the last while. And I've noticed it. It was interesting because right away, like, like there was, there was a real divide in humanity, but it's just been increasing and increasing and increasing. And it's interesting to me to see the way that conversation is not happening anymore arguments are happening and when we're arguing we don't really get to learn anything like when we're arguing we're saying that we know the complete truth and there is nothing else but in actuality probably not a single one of us knows the truth we might know parts of the truth we might know what our heart is telling us but like the truest truest truth about the current situation of our world we most of us are are blind to and that is me included i'm going to i'm going to share you share with you what the guides really told me yesterday in a session when someone was inquiring about a few things for their own health and safety um but you know to think that that we know the entire truth when it's quite obvious that the media paints one very clear picture to us and that picture is designed to keep them in business and and there are some people who believe that entirely and then there are some people who do not believe that entirely and and those group of people I, I, I mean, I hope that we all kind of have an open mind. I think we all, some people have ideas of, of what could be happening amongst it, but my sense is more so that that there isn't really this one big grand master plan. It's more so that little plans are kind of scrambling and piecing themselves together and, and will continue to do so. Um, it's interesting. I heard someone say a while ago about about, you know, like to think that there are a few people behind all of this who have a big like grand master plan is really giving them a lot of credit, is really giving those people a lot of credit to be like highly intelligent and and powerful. And while there could be people who don't have our best interests at heart, and some of that's probably going to come to light in this episode, um, you know... It's a lot more likely that they're kind of scrambling and pulling the pieces together in in order to hold on to power and control. Um, but now, so, okay, so let's get into, actually, I'm going to begin with a personal story. Um, my family and I, all of my two children and my husband and I, all got very, 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 very sick last February, in the middle of February. We were, we had a headache, like a really bad headache. And this, I never get headaches when I'm sick. I get headaches from not eating the right things, but not from being sick. Um, no, zero sense of like taste or smell, did not have any interest in eating anything at all. Um had we had a fever for over six days it just would not break it was the most intense fever like full aches and chills and 
like all of us could barely move or function basically for a week. Now this was pre like what we knew to be the virus that is going around. Um, but not so far. I mean, this was the middle of February. It was, it could easily have been here. And we had last year prior to, to the virus, this virus coming out to COVID, um, we had the worst flu season that we have ever had uh, here on Vancouver Island. Anyways, I don't know about the rest of like everywhere, but I know here we had the worst flu season I've ever seen in my life. I think there were, uh, there were schools that had like, you know, five or 10% of the children in them still well, like 90 or 80% of them were at home sick. Um, and this was like January, February. So it's very likely that the virus actually came through before it was really announced. Um, obviously people were traveling, things were happening. Right. And then, and then it became announced and we all went into that lockdown mode. Um, but I, what I really want to share with you is my experience of that because I'm 99.5% certain that we did have COVID. It matched all of the signs and symptoms. And we also had where we got better, um, within about two weeks. And then, and then, and then afterwards we had like a relapse almost. And I've talked to a few people who have had it and they felt the same thing where the relapse wasn't as bad, but it kind of like came back and, and kind of like knocked, knocked you down. And it was just like super lethargic and, and a weird feeling like my kids, when my kids were sick and I know they're saying it doesn't affect kids. So maybe we had something else. I'm not totally sure, but I'm pretty sure. Like they didn't even want to watch a show. Like they were laying on the couch and just like, like all of us, all we could really do is lay there and drift in and out of consciousness. It was a really, really horrible way to be sick. Um, but what was really interesting about it was that I kept, and I know I've shared this part about it in little bits and pieces, but I kept asking because I'm intuitive and because I was in this feverish state where I was very aware of all the sensations in my body. Like I could, I could sense all of the energy meridians in my body and how the energy was flowing. And I would have to stretch and move in order to expand through and allow the energy to move when it would get stuck. And I kept asking, like, why, like, what, what is this doing for me? Because everything has a purpose, right? Things don't come into our life by accident. So, you know, I was asking, like, like, what is the purpose of this? And my guides kept telling me that it was a system upgrade. And um, particularly, like, a nervous system upgrade. So it was kind of like rewiring our nervous system. And looking through what I've seen energetically, it makes a lot of sense because our energy bodies are completely changing. That's really going to require a new energy, our new nervous system. But also like this, then, then the year just was extremely different than any other year in the sense that it could easily have caused a lot of stress. I feel really lucky um, that I live where I live and that we were able to spend so much time in nature and that it's just been kind of beautiful for us but at the same time there's been a lot of things that have really made me frustrated and upset and um you know stress that, that have been stressful and I try not to go down that rabbit hole too far that really that rabbit hole really is like the loss of our freedoms and and kind of 
having this disconnection with the people that that we love and and having this separation in humanity happening it's been it's been stressful like and seeing all of the attack and all of the intensity right um and then on the sixth day of the fever, I could feel the energy coming right up into the back of my head. Um, in Reiki, if you're a Reiki master, we call this space the well of dreams. It's kind of, it's the energy center right, right at the back. I can't remember if it'd be referred to as the pineal or the, I believe it would be the pineal gland as opposed to the pituitary, which would be more in the front. This one is more kind of in the back of the skull, kind of right right where that little soft spot is that comes up before your skull where your spinal cord meets your meets into your brain and um and I could feel it I could feel it just getting really really stuck there and finally when it broke through was when the fever broke through which was really interesting it was really interesting to have this like to be so sick, but then have this really deep, profound spiritual experience running alongside of it. And and now, like when I, so a, a good friend of mine recently had it, or a woman that I know who I adore, um, and I kept, and, and I said, you know, like, like, well, what is it? Like, like, ask why it is here, ask what it needs of you. And this is the this is the piece that that is a bit scary because now we've heard that um you know now now we have a lot more fear around it when I was sick, there wasn't a single second that I thought I might die like there there wasn't like that thought never crossed my mind. I was just like, "Wow, I'm really sick like I hope that you know like like let's like like how do I you know I need to rest, I need to take care of myself so that I can get better." And, oh, and actually I do want to just kind of backtrack and say that the second time was when we got more of the cough and stuff. And once the fever broke, we got more of like a cough phlegmy, but nothing, nothing ever felt super serious. And I think that's because we had such a long fever that kind of killed everything off. Um, But never once while we were sick, did I think that we could die. And that's such an interesting dynamic now if you were to have a positive COVID test or suspect that you had it and, and know that you and, and had it, the mind, the energy around that would be so entirely different than my experience of it. Because now all of these little bits and pieces have been placed into your brain to worry about the possibility of dying. And that's why we're in this state, right? Because we're worried about dying. We have this fear of death. And and we've been told, you know, our medical system can't handle an overload, blah, 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 blah. Um, but in, in BC, if you actually look at the statistics of COVID at the time of me recording this episode, and it might I might not share it immediately, so... Um, it could be slightly different by the time that you go and look them up. Um, but at the time of me recording this episode, I believe there have been 100,880 positive test results. Of that, 1% of the population has deceased, uh, apparently from COVID-19. And that's 1,400 
1498 or 1488. Sorry, I can't remember. I didn't write it down before I recorded it, but I did look them up, um, which is 1%. And over 1,200 of those 1,400 and so people so is over the age of 75, which means that there's been about 200 people under the age of 75 that have died of COVID, which is not a lot. Like, like I'm, I'm, you know, with as, you know, I, I am incredibly sorry if you have lost someone to this, and I know that people have, and I want to be as sensitive as possible. But in the sense that we're living life the way that we're living, it's not really a lot um, of people. And and I share this not to be insensitive towards that. I share this because I hope that it makes you not afraid. I hope that if something happens and you come into contact or you're worried about it, that you can trust that your body will do its job and will heal itself. And, you know, even within those statistics, there's been a lot of information showing that those numbers aren't all that accurate. One, that the test positive test results aren't all that accurate, that there probably are less um, than what they say. But also I know there's a man... Um, there's a business owner here in the town that I live in who um, died recently in the last several months of a massive heart attack. It was very clear that it was a massive heart attack. And yet when his daughter got his death certificate back, it said that he died of COVID-19. And she called the hospital and said, this is not what happened. Like, like why is it this way? And they said, sorry, there's nothing that we, we can't change it. And I'm not going to get into like the whys and what's, but you know, being aware that that things are being a bit manipulated um, is good because it allows us to feel our sense of empowerment back. I think that that's something that's been so lost in all of this is a sense of of disempowerment, a sense of fear. What if I get it? What if my family gets it? What if I die alone? My mom, you know, she was very worried about dying alone. And it made me so sad to think of that as a possibility, but it's such a teeny tiny slim possibility that I hope that she can, I hope that she's finding a place in herself now where she is feeling more empowered and less afraid because the numbers don't support our, the fear. Only the media is supporting the fear. And this is not really the tangent that I meant to go down, but it is the truth. Like, the media is m- makes money based on how much we follow them and pay attention to them and, and being able to advertise and blah, 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 blah. And the more that we fear and we buy into it, because if we're happy and we're like, oh, that's great news, I'm just going to live my life anyways, we aren't buying newspapers, we aren't tuning into those channels, right? And I, ha- I have a good feeling that if you're still listening to this, you're probably one of the people who aren't paying attention to it. But allowing like allowing yourself to be armed with your own empowerment and allowing yourself to acknowledge real, like the, what the real numbers are. And then, and then with that, like dropping the fear, allowing yourself to tune into your heart and see what your heart feels because the fear really fucks with our heart. The fear really fucks with us being able to hear the truth of the matter So allowing yourself to drop that 
and then take a minute and tune into your heart and make decisions for you and your family from that place. That's the most important thing that we can do as a human right now. So let's do that. Let's like, with all that I've said, hopefully you feel more empowered. Hopefully you feel more in control. Take a couple of nice deep breaths. Settle into your body. Sometimes when we talk about this kind of stuff, we can get a little riled up. But I'm sharing, I hope that you're feeling empowered. I hope that you realize how strong and healthy you are. And that your body is designed to fight anything that comes its way and make its way back into balance. And the best thing that we can do in order to help it do that is to take good care of it, to eat really good nutritious food, really get in our fruits and veggies and, um, you know, clean, healthful, appropriate sources of protein and fats for our brain and and to exercise our body, to take care of our mind. I mean, the one thing that, that, you know, I've come back to over and over again is if we're in a health crisis, how come no one, no one like official is talking about how to stay healthy? I mean, the messaging, it keeps telling us to stay safe, stay safe. Well, the opposite of safe is unsafe, right? Which is very fear-provoking, is very kind of manipulative. Instead of saying stay healthy, you know, instead of, like, like how come none of the money in the government has been allocated to, like, vitamins and mineral supplements for us to stay healthy? How come we haven't gotten like a tax rebate for like organic fruits and vegetables or like, you know, how come no one is talking about going for a walk for your mind and your body every day? Like there's so many really simple things that we can be doing to take care of ourselves, And we've seen such a huge mental health decrease because of the fear because we don't have the connections like we're you know we're we've lost the same kind of human connection and again I'm going to say I feel really lucky because I I haven't lost that so much but there are some people in my life who I haven't seen as regularly as I normally would who I'm missing because Maybe because of what they believe, maybe because some of them, some of them because of, because of what they believe, some of them because of, you know, distance and, and not being able to travel and things like that. Um, but where is that message? Like where, like how come when you go into the grocery store, instead of them setting up beautiful displays of elderberry syrup and supplements and minerals and vitamins and fruits and vegetables like how come they aren't setting up these displays saying this is how you stay healthy normally through cold and flu season they do but now it's all masks and hand sanitizer stay safe 
not healthy. Like that's a that that's a big kind of bone of contention for me. But let's come back to your heart. <laughs> Sorry. This is uh it's a it's an interesting topic. I've really avoided sharing it and have been trying to find the best way to share what is in my heart, what comes through. But let's come into your heart. Remembering how powerful and strong you are in your body. Reminding yourself that you are a sovereign being. And ask yourself what you're afraid of. Are you, is there anything? Maybe you are afraid of getting sick. Maybe you're afraid of the loved one getting sick. It's funny, there's a siren outside right now as we're talking about this. Another deep breath. Maybe you're afraid of your friends and family making choices that could hurt them in the future. Maybe you're afraid of the state of the world and, and what how things might progress and change. Maybe you're afraid of, you know, the future of your small business. The future of all small businesses. Maybe you're afraid for your children. But as you're in your heart, notice that that can come through really clearly, like really without the feeling of fear. It can just let you know where your mind goes and what you're worried about. And ask yourself, how do I best take care of myself? Moving forward. How do I best take care of my family moving forward? What is in our highest good? What honors our integrity? Let this come through any way that feels right. You might feel a sensation. You might hear a clear, clear message. Many words, one word. You might see something very clearly. Or you might just have a, a feeling let it just wash over you in whatever way naturally comes, trusting that when we tune into our heart, it gives us the truth. And with this clarity, with this ability to move forward, trusting our heart, Allow yourself to make decisions from this space. Decisions for the health and well-being of you and your family, your loved ones, your friends. Remember that speaking and sharing with love and kindness will be heard much more than any other way.
And allow yourself to find a little bit of peace and trust in the fact that our souls chose to come here at this crazy time. Our souls chose to have this experience. So our friends and family, you know, their hearts, their consciousness will guide them to the experience that they need to have right now too. Whether that's believing something or making a choice of what they do in the future. And allow yourself to find a place of peace with your truth and their truth being different. If it is. And some, it will be different, and some will be the same, and many variations in between. Another deep breath, letting that consciousness, letting that love, letting that trust flood through your body, integrating it, allowing you to move forward with it. And now that we've had that little peaceful moment, I'd like to share with you what came up in a session yesterday. Um, a woman that I was in session with asked about... Um, about having about taking the vaccine she she just asked me very clearly and I tuned in and I know that I've shared kind of some of my thoughts and feelings about the virus and I'm only with the vaccine right now I'm only going to share with you what came through from the guides because I do have a beautiful ability to separate my thoughts and feelings from what comes in and um and I the guides came in very clearly with a very strong message and this message applied to her but I feel like it applies to kind of anyone who's curious about the, this as well and um they said that immediately upon taking the vaccine she would likely get sick and I feel like this is going to be a common theme quite sick and then she would get better and then over time and they can't tell exactly how much time it might be a year it might be five years or somewhere in between but her health would begin to steadily decline and so I was really hesitant to share this with her like there are certain things that people ask me and if they ask my opinion I'm or my own thoughts and feelings on it, I will pretty much always share that with them. But there are times that I really kind of hesitate to share a lot of stuff in session. And this was one of those moments. Other examples of those moments are like when people ask me, is my spouse cheating on me? 
that's definitely something that you want to be really clear on and not get wrong um either way and this felt like that kind of a moment like like you know there was obviously potential to be very influential but it came through very clearly and so I shared that with her and I shared you know with this you know listen to your heart and make your own decision and then she said okay well what is like will will I get COVID and right away a very clear no came through and then she said, okay, well, if I do, would it be, you know, would the side effects of it be worse than, than this vaccine? And very clearly they came in and said no. And then she revealed to me that this is what she felt. She was like, that's how I felt. Like I've, I've really been, she's like, there's a part, you know, that is like, well, I feel like this is what we need to do. And there's another part of me that is, you know, concerned mostly about the fact that it's so experimental mostly about the fact that you know conclusive results on the safety of it wouldn't really be available until 2023 which will be when our bodies are showing like you know we're, we are the, the clinical trial right um humans whoever whoever receives it um, one of her biggest concerns as well, she, she said, you know, I've seen a lot of information about, she, she's like, and I know that if I was of childbearing age and wanting to have children, it's definitely not something that I would do. That was something that she had already kind of come to the conclusion. She's like, but at my age, you know, she's um, approaching retirement age, I believe, or like, you know, she's she, middle age, I'd, I'd say actually, probably probably closer to middle age. She said, you know, I, at my age, it's not really a concern of mine having children anymore. Um, but I do have quite a few years left that I'd like to live like, you know, 30, 40, like, you know, like 20 to 40 more years. I'm, I'm not sure exactly how we just shouldn't get to say how many. And yeah, the guides were the whole time, anytime that I tune in to that, when I tune in with my heart, it's a big no for me right now. I, I'm not sure how much personal stuff to share with you right now about this. I really want this to, you know, come through as, as their message. So I'm going to maybe just like put a period at the end of, of, of that part of the sentence. And now I will share with you some of my feelings about it and, and maybe some more of the conversation that we even had together or that I've had with some people lately. And that is, there are a lot of theories about why people might want to, you know, why a vaccine might harm us or, you know, what that could cause in our future. You know, some people are very like, oh, it's, you know, for population control. Um, some people are like, well, you know, no one would ever want to hurt us. This is what we do to get back to normal. And I am neither of those. Um my feeling is that a pharmaceutical company makes the vaccines and the pharmaceutical companies don't really have any interest in our health as they've proven like over, over time. I mean, there's nothing, you know, prove me wrong on that one. Go ahead. But they, you know, they are businesses that make a lot of money, trillions of dollars. In fact, they are the biggest industry in the world. And, 
I think that they stated pre-COVID that their ideal, um, you know, like we all, when, when we have a business, we all set projections and plans. And I think they had made, and the this number is not, do not quote me on this number, um, but, you know, they said like, oh, we made $3 trillion this year and in five years time, we want to be making $5 trillion. And it it is that, it, I think it was about $5 trillion more dollars than they wanted than they had made previously like that was their that was their goal and then people are like well the vaccines are free well i mean the government's our government is paying for the vaccines so trust me those those pharmaceutical companies are not giving anything away for free um but beyond that my concern where i get worried about vaccine safety is that well one, my son actually had a horrible reaction to vaccines when he was a baby. Um, his brain swole up and we luckily he was little. We didn't continue on with any other vaccines. And I was very careful. Like I was spacing them out in a different way. I waited until he was a little bit older. I wasn't following the exact protocol and plan that we have in here in BC. I was trying to be as careful as I could while also doing what I thought was right at the time and protecting him from, you know, illness and disease. Um, but his, yeah, he had brain swelling. And then what was really interesting to me is every time that I've been to a hospital or seen a doctor or anything about him or, you know, registered him for this or that, like anything that has involved health professionals, when I say like he had a bad reaction and then we didn't continue on every single medical professional that I've ever told that to has like sighed and been like, Oh, thank God. And, and then you begin and then usually we have a bit of a conversation and they reveal that this happens a lot and it, you know, the results can be really horrible. And he was like six months old when this happened, I believe. So, you know, at six months old, when your child is crying and crying, and crying all the time, and you can't console them. I mean, basically, he had like a really, really bad headache. His, you know, his his brain was like swelling up. Um, but parents can really easily be like, oh, you know, this is teething. This is something else. Like, like we we can't really talk to our children and ask them at that age what's going on. And so it can be really easy to miss, actually. And it's a very, very, very common side effect. And if you miss it a few times the results can be really damaging if you continue on and it happens a lot this is what's been revealed to me by medical professionals and then of course you know I continued on in to do my own research and there are like you know testimony after testimony after testimony of 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 vaccine injuries um, and so for me I don't really trust in vaccine safety. Um, I don't believe that there is a way to know if someone's going to have a bad reaction to it or not. And so to me, that's not safe. And then when I look at this vaccine that they're trying to give to all of us, so with, you know, with, with definitely with, with a, a preconceived judgment in my mind, but one that I think is quite warranted, you know, what is in their best interest as an industry, as a business, their best interest is to continue making more money. 
And so if I get this vaccine and in five years time I get cancer and I go and have cancer treatment, who is benefiting from that? The pharmaceutical companies. If some sort of illness is turned on with me, if it's an autoimmune illness, if I have to have for if I want to have children, I had to have fertility treatments, all of these things, and like like, you know, whatever whatever other diseases and whatever else comes like you know whatever that possibility is and i don't know what all of those possibilities are i'm just stating that from my perspective the only people who stand to benefit from me receiving a vaccine are the pharmaceutical companies and if there's something in it and i'm not talking about like a chip or a program or something of that nature i feel like that's a whole other topic and not one that i'm going to even discuss because i don't know the truth of that at all. Um, but the truth that I do know is that if I get sick down the road and need medical intervention or end up having to take medication for the rest of my life because of something or having to have medical treatments because of something, that this is a great opportunity to cause that kind of disruption for a pharmaceutical company they're only going to make more money if I get sick down the road. It's not going to hurt that, like, you know. Yeah, and I'm just going to leave that right there. Like, that's, there are a lot of arguments that can be made against it. There are a lot of theories about what and why and how and, you know, even the safety, like, these these, you know, a lot of people are like, well, they've had vaccines around for a while. They know what they're doing, blah, blah, blah. This is what my, someone said to me a little while ago. And they aren't those kind of vaccines. They've actually formulated a new, a whole new type that they've tried to test over and over and over again and haven't been able to approve. The FDA, the FDA has not approved it. And the only reason that it is approved right now is because we're in a state of emergency. If we were no longer in a state of emergency, it would be illegal for them to give us this vaccine. Like, that's the truth. It would be illegal. They would not be able to. So anyways, it's a really hot button topic. I feel really passionately about it, as you can tell. Um, I think we all do, though. And that's the interesting thing is that, you know, we've all kind of, I think we're, it's interesting because we've had a lot of time now. So we are all at a place where we've made up our mind about it. And so I think for us, it's really important for us to just trust for our families, trust our decisions for ourselves, come into our heart, like release. And when I when I ask my intuition a question that is, or ask my heart a question or my guides or, you know, whatever, wherever I'm going with that. And if I'm, if I'm not hearing an answer, the only reason that I don't hear an answer is because I'm afraid of the answer. Okay. And this is all of us. We all have the ability to receive an answer, but we also do all have fear around what that answer could be. Not always, right? This is why if you've listened to me before, um, you know, I talk about how 
the greatest way to build your intuition is to begin conversations with your intuition, talking to yourself, but not really talking to yourself and trusting what's coming through and having, you know, asking simple things like what route should I take? What should I have for lunch? Simple things that don't have a whole lot of weight on them because those answers come in really quickly and clearly. Whereas when we're when we're receiving, when we're asking a question that is more emotionally charged, it's it can be harder to get a clear answer. And so when when I'm doing this, it doesn't take a whole lot to get through though. When I'm doing this, I take a deep breath and I say, okay, I am releasing any fear over the answer, any attachment to what I want the answer to be, right? Because sometimes we are very attached to what we want the answer to be. And I release all of that. I release any attachment to it, any fear, anything at all. Release. And then I restate my question as simple as possible. And I allow myself to receive the answer. And that's... That's what I hope that you guys do in every situation of life, but especially with this. There are a lot of people who are going, there's something, things aren't adding up. This doesn't really make sense. This doesn't really feel right. Right? We're not, like, I'm not the only one who thinks this. I know that. And even people who, like, maybe are afraid are like, well, why is it this way? Like, like things just aren't really adding up. It's just not making sense. And if that's how you feel, trust that and wait. I mean, no, no one's, you don't have to do anything when, if you don't want to. And you know, your heart knows, your body knows, your soul knows come back to them and allow them to guide you. So with that, I am going to uh, just send you so much love and thank you if you've listened this far and thank you for keeping an open mind and an open heart. I hope that even like that you even check in with what I'm saying, like check into your heart because what might be right for me and my family might not be right for you and yours. And I want more than I want you to trust or believe anything that I say, I want you to trust and believe yourself. That is, that's why I'm here. That's why I offer this. That's why I make this podcast. That's why I offer sessions. That's why I offer classes and everything else is to bring you back into your heart space, bring you back into a place of trust and empowerment because everything that you need is already within you. All of the answers, all of the love, it's all in there. So thank you so much for listening. Um, if you, you know, if this touched you, please feel free to share it with, with someone who did. Um, hopefully I don't get censored and deleted. Um, but if I do, whatever, I can always start again. Um, yeah, and I'm just going to send you so much love from my heart to yours. Thank you so much. <laughs>